These are the Daily Tech headlines for Wednesday, July 12, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Apple opens a data center in China to comply with new rules there. Android police think they have a look at the second-generation Pixel XL. And several tech sites and apps have added messages in support of net neutrality. All that and more coming up. Apple is partnering with China's Guizhou on the Cloud Big Data, which is run by the community of Guizhou, to establish its first data center in China. The Apple Data Center will help improve iCloud services for Chinese users, of course, as well as comply with regulations requiring that data on Chinese users be stored within China. AndroidPolice.com has a mock-up of the second-generation Pixel XL phone from Google, based on information from sources. Sources that Android police consider extremely reliable. The device, supposedly codenamed Taman, is allegedly manufactured by LG, has a curved rear plate, an AMOLED display, and a squeezable frame. Apple has introduced support for PayPal in iTunes, the App Store, Apple Music, and iBooks. The option is live in Canada and Mexico with other countries to get support soon. Several tech sites and apps have added messages to their services Wednesday urging customers to object to an FCC proposal in the United States to eliminate open Internet guidelines established in 2015. Many sites link to the FCC, which is taking comments on its proposal. The guidelines in question classify U.S. ISPs as common carriers in order to enforce rules against favoring one kind of traffic over another in delivering Internet service. The FCC would like to remove that classification. Google has launched Gradient Ventures to invest in early-stage AI startups. Managing Director Anna Patterson said Gradient will invest between $1 and $8 million in 10 to 15 startups this year. Google will also provide advanced AI training, training data, and on-site Google engineering assistance to the startups it invests in. Gradient Ventures is separate from Alphabet's GV and Capital G Venture Capital Groups. Logitech has acquired headset maker Astro Gaming for $85 million. Logitech G headsets focus on PC gaming, whereas Astro will focus on pro gamers in the console market, and apparently still will as part of Logitech. Microsoft ended support for Windows Phone 8.1 Tuesday, leaving the Windows 10 mobile OS as its only supported phone operating system. Ad Duplex estimates 20% of Windows phones run Windows 10, so 80% are now unsupported. Support for Windows 10 Mobile is set to end in 2018. There's no word on an upgrade path. Activision Blizzard has announced seven teams and owners for its Overwatch League, which will locate esports teams in cities. Before the end of the year, teams in Boston, New York, Los Angeles, Miami, Orlando, San Francisco, Shanghai, and Seoul will begin competition in the league. Among the team owners are Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots football team. He owns the Boston Overwatch Club. Jeff Wilpin of the New York Mets baseball team owns the New York Overwatch team. And from the esports side, Noah Winston of Immortals will run the L.A. team, and Andy Miller of Energy Sports owns the San Francisco team. Competition will begin in Los Angeles. Facebook is going to extend its beta test of ads on the Messenger home screen worldwide in the next few weeks. Tests of the ads began in Australia and Thailand in January. Unlike sponsored messages, which can only be sent to a contact with whom the advertiser has had a previous conversation, ads in the home tab will be auction-based and use the same user-targeted methods as Instagram and Facebook itself. The ads can link out to a website or open a conversation in Messenger. 
MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Lab has developed Home 3D, a 3D video display algorithm that can convert existing 3D movies for display on auto-multiscopic screens. Such screens can display 3D without the viewer needing glasses. Examples of auto-multiscopic screens include lenticular displays and things like parallax barriers, which are used in the Nintendo 3DS. Hyperloop One completed its first full-scale test in a vacuum environment on May 12th at its test facility north of Las Vegas, Nevada. A 28-feet-long pod made of structural aluminum carbon fiber pulled two Gs and reached 70 miles per hour. The next goal is to conduct a high-speed test reaching speeds of 250 miles per hour. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to favorite the station and make some calls in. We keep getting them, we keep enjoying them, and we'll even play some on the show from time to time. Daily Tech Headlines is only supported by its listeners at patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time.